Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, this is Niket Kereski from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tesla Online. We are talking about international business. This is season 8. I've been talking about WTO, and I said that WTO is a consensus-driven organization. It's an international body. It's an international organization. What happens if certain rules, agreements that have been set up through consensus get violated? Do countries violate the consensus? Yes, they do. And that was the problem with GATT. In GATT, there was no mechanism. Even if a single country raised objection, it could block the entire ruling, but not in WTO. If the countries violated the agreements, there were no specific dispute resolution procedures in the GATT. But that was the improvement that was brought about in WTO. Any country wanting to block has to create consensus, including the adversary, to share its views. So, important aspect of WTO is that anything that a country wants to block, even the country which is against the blocking, also needs to be convinced. What is the principle of dispute settlement? It's equitable, it's fast, it's effective, and it is mutually acceptable. There are deadlines that have been set. A full case must get resolved in one year. If there are appeals, it takes 15 months. In urgent cases like perishable goods, it has to be accelerated. What are the specific timelines that have been determined in the dispute settlement process? Well, if there is any dispute, let's say there's an IP dispute or there's a dispute on services or there's a dispute in terms of the barriers that have been put to trade, 60 days have been given for consultation and mediation. That means consultation can happen between the countries and mediation can also happen. If in 60 days there is no resolution, then the panel is set up and appointments are done and 45 days is the period for that. After that, in 6 months, the panel report is submitted. The panel report to members is given in three weeks' time. So in six months' time, the panel report is submitted to the members. The members are three weeks' time. And the dispute settlement body accepts or adopts the report if there is no appeal in 60 days. So total one year without appeal. However, if there is an appeal, then the appeal report goes into 60 to 90 days. And uh, the dispute settlement body adopts the appeal in 30 days after that. So that means there is an appeal process that is put into play, which takes 60 to 90 days. And then after that, the adoption takes place within 30 days. So total of one year and three months is with an appeal. So what's the process? There's a dispute settlement board. Then there's a dispute settlement panel. And then there's a dispute settlement acceptance or rejection panel. And then there is the appeal judging that can happen and that is monitored in terms of implementation and it has the country has the power to retaliate if whatever has been determined is not practiced by the country which is probably wanting to block 
a particular agreement. So like I said, the stage one is consultation. It takes 60 days. The whole idea is countries need to consult. When they fail, they can ask the director general to mediate or try to help in some other way. Then the stage two is a panel, which takes 45 days for formation. And once the consultation fails, uh, the panel can come into motion. And then how does the panel function? So the panel actually functions before hearing each side presents their argument in writing. Then there's a first hearing. After the first hearing, uh, the rebuttal is given by the country, countries or country. And then there are these experts that are involved. Uh, they look at the scientific or technical issues. Then there's a first draft that the panel submits. And then there is an interim report. And there could be a review panel, which could take two, two weeks. And then there's a final report that is submitted by the parties. And three weeks later, circulated to all the members. And they give the final recommendation. This is the way the entire dispute settlement process actually moves. In case of appeals, legal interpretations have to be examined. They're heard by three members of seven member permanent appellate body having four years term set up by the dispute settlement body, broadly representing the WTO members. These are members of international standing in the field of law, international trade, and they are not affiliated to any government. It can uphold, modify, or reverse the panel's finding in 60 to 90 days. The dispute settlement body has to accept or reject the appeals report within 30 days. Rejection is also by consensus. What happens when there is a consensus or when there is a, there is a kind of a resolution that happens of an issue? The countries must correct and the reasonable time is given to them. Reasonable time and prompt compliance is essential. However, it does not mention what a reasonable time is. That can be mutually determined. Consensus has to be the part and parcel of this. If there is no agreement, they can seek permission from the dispute settlement board and uh, you know the intent to comply has actually to be enforced. If that fails, then the DSP or the dispute settlement body authorizes certain corrective mechanisms of penalties either in the same sector or other sectors in agreement or another agreement altogether. The reasonable time is determined by the arbitrators and uh, the appellate body members. So that's how the dispute settlement body functions. That's how the dispute settlement happens in WTO. Doesn't matter. It's not about the timelines. What we need to understand in this podcast is that WTO operates through agreements, through consensus. And in GATT, people could violate them. But in the case of WTO, that cannot be done anymore. And that's the whole story of the dispute resolution in WTO. Thank you very much. This is Dikit Kareski from Eternal Elements, Bhakti Online, talking about dispute settlement in WTO. And therefore, we realize that in WTO, agreements are put into place. It's all about trade. It's all about movement of goods, services, and protection of IP. And then now we are looking at in the subsequent podcast, how WTO ensures these agreements take effect. What are the different types of agreements that come into effect and how they start accelerating the trade between countries. Thank you very much. This is Nikit Karaji from Eternal Elements signing off. I'll see you in the next podcast.